Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Appreciate J.J. Joe on Mondays. It has not been easy because of the year that Baylor has had, and yet another loss at home against Iowa State. J.J. joins Paul Craig, and I'm David Smoke. J.J., um, Craig was bringing this up about Richard Reese. He was asked this during the media session. He he wasn't a fluke last year, and yes, the offensive line might have been much better, but can you explain 10 carries in three weeks for a guy that was named on some All-American rookie teams or All-American uh, freshman teams? Hey, guys, how are y'all doing? Hey, that, that's, that's a great, great question, Smoke. Um you know, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I like I said, I, I'm not there every day. And I know early in the season, you know, I, I was standing at, you know, my soapbox about uh, Monterey, and we finally got him going and, and Richard Reese. Uh, I, I can understand yesterday a little bit, because uh, I think I, I actually said it on the air that I thought that game lent itself more for a Dawson Pendergrass-type runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, just simply because just it's wet. It, it's a lot of stuff. But still, uh, I don't think he played at all in the second half. Um, and I think it started to dry out just a little bit as we got late. So I was surprised that he didn't get as much run. Um, but, but you know, overall, I, I never felt that we were really threatening that game. So I guess I just didn't focus on it as much. J.J., Blake had his worst game of the year uh, on Saturday. And, look, he was bound – I mean – uh, nobody has 12 good ones, really. I mean, it, you know, even in Heisen Trophy years, you always have one that, that is kind of a dud for, for players. But what was the biggest reason you saw for that on, on Saturday? Yeah, that's a good one. He, Blake's actually played pretty decent against Iowa State. Uh, and on Saturday, and, and coming into the game, uh, I actually wrote this, that, you know, Iowa State, they were a pressure team. And since they got pressured, but they didn't sack the quarterback much would make you move. And I thought a lot of that was due to the fact they dropped so many guys. They'll drop seven, eight all the time and figure you won't be consistent. So I think early on, Blake wasn't seeing it as clean as he normally does. Uh, of course, the rain didn't help either, because sometimes in the rain you want to be 100% sure before you release it. Um, so I, I'm really not sure. I think it was one of those games where Iowa State you know, realized that Blake had a good game against them last year. Uh, they also had film on kind of how our offense morphed last week. So I think they had a few games. And when you have a team that likes to drop a lot of guys, like they do, they drop eight very consistently, they muddy up a lot of water, play a lot of games. And, and I think that's what they did. Plus, we never really got them into really what I would call advantageous downs and distances for us. Uh, and, and so it all kind of fell on Blake's shoulders, and he just didn't have a clean game. And, you know, that happens. And uh, hopefully next week, this week, he'll he'll play much better. JJ, one of the recurring uh, issues that have been brought up uh, throughout the year and, and even dating back to kind of the start of the losing streak, so to speak, last year is the, the slow starts. And, uh, you know, Aranda addressed that, uh, said he was surprised by that. And, 
and whatnot on Saturday. But uh, from a player's point of view, can you recall episodes of having slow starts? And if so, you know, what was the cure-all eventually? What, what changed that or what got your teams off to faster starts and, and not in that position to begin with? Yeah, un- unfortunately, I have been. Uh, I want to say maybe it was my, my, my junior year. We, we just weren't as quick out the gate and got behind. I think that year we actually started out like a one and three or something. And and really, Coach Coach Reedy at that time was the offensive coordinator coach in Coach Test last year. Uh, man, I th- he would get us to the point where we're almost scrimmaging <laughs> before pregame. I tell you. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but we would we would line up against like they do, like Baylor does, and we would we would actually hit. I mean, they wouldn't take anybody to the ground to kind of get us going. Uh, but I think beyond that, I think really what it is is just the plan coming in. Um, and think about this, guys. I mean, this is what we've seen the whole season, and I, I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer that it is about plays in some sense of scheme, but a lot of it is about players. Uh, it, you'd be amazed at how many times teams with good players have energy because big plays are being made. Uh, if you think early on, second play of the game, Blake hits, hits Drake Dabney on a skinny tight end post to his right, and if he catches it, you know, he's at least going to make 15, 20 yards. But he drops it, uh, we go three and out, we punt, and then they come down and score, and you can kind of feel the, okay, here we go. Yep. We had to play well at home. If, and, and that's what I mean about players. Like, to me, it's the it's, – it's, Dabney is the kind of player that – and he actually had – I think he came out and made a couple – if he makes that play, right, it may change the feeling and tenor of the game coming off of last week, but we didn't. And that's the kind of team we have this year. Unfortunately, it was just, uh, we're, just, we're just missing when we don't need to miss, and then it's impacting the whole energy of the, of the, whole, the whole game. So – did this coaching staff misevaluate talent or were they caught up in the scenario of this is the new world of how you recruit and they weren't necessarily ready for that either? And this is what you get when you, you weren't ready for that. You know, that that's, you know, man, that, that that's a good question. Cause I'll tell you, um, just looking at it, uh, my, my, here's my concern. Uh, my concern has been, it's like many other Baylor players, just, you're just concerned that for Baylor, and I've said this to you guys, you know, if we miss, you know, the climb back can be long and hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and right now, uh, you know, the fact is, right? I mean, forget headlines. The fact is we have not really been competitive against what I would call uh, teams that were power five last year. You know, we've been competitive against guys, team, two teams that were, you know, uh, one power five team, team which was Utah, uh, and we've not won in a while against a, what I would call a power five team from 2022. So uh, that 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 lends itself to one or two things in a combination. It's either uh, we look at kind of our coaching and staff and evaluate, okay, hey, guys, what we're doing, have, have teams caught up with us? Or are we, then we look at, at the same time, we're looking at our, our, our players and saying, hey, did we miss something? And I think there's a combination in there that the staff knows much better than I do because they're, they're with the players every day. But I, I would say uh, that we're, we're, we're a little bit behind because think about it. Kansas and, and, and Kansas State and, and now Oklahoma and Texas, and those expected, those guys are where we feel like we should be because we were there. And it all boils down to kind of, you know, you know, the, the, the players that you're sending out there every day and every weekend, you know, they're picking it up and they're, are they executing? 
JJ, in, in terms of that execution, I guess that's probably the answer to my next question. But if you could delve a little deeper, what what is the issues uh, or issue that stands out as the, as the most glaring when it comes to their struggles on defense? Is it as simple as just missed tackles allowing big plays to, to bust open and, and hurt you, or is it a bit more complicated than that? Yeah, I think it's pretty basic. I think if you look at it, and I, I go back, man, and watch some of these games, I definitely do watch um, the games coming up and, and stuff, at least the teams coming up, and you'll look at it, and we'll just either we'll have a young player bust or misread, or we'll have a veteran player consistently have a bust or misread. And I think it's more um, it's more apparent and glaring to us because we are coming off of uh, you know a group of players defensively at least uh, they they made the play they made the right reads and play consistently the Dylan Doyle we saw those guys uh, you know and the guys we know that are in the NFL uh, and this year what's happening is in addition to maybe us not being able to dislodge off blocks and stuff we're making a misread or maybe we're trying to do too much. And when that happens, man, people are coming out of the gate. And uh, and one of the things I've said in the past is that if that's the case, if you're going to struggle up front a little bit, you better have you better have a bad sum of a gun at safety. Uh, and I like our safety. Now, don't get this wrong. I like our, I like Lemire. I like Bobby. I like those guys. But uh, if you're going to have some bust up front, you got to have a Chris Miller, um, mm. uh, a Graylin Arnold. Uh, JT Woods cleaning it up. You you got to, and I think these guys are kind of young, and they're they're sometimes they're also sometimes making them mistakes. JJ, um, it's not good. And you, you mentioned right now the recruiting where they are, who they're getting, the commitments. I know they got a commitment from like two years from now, but uh, there's a former player. There's some former players at the tailgate this past weekend. Blake Black Blake Blackmore, of course, did his thing, and a lot of them. Some of them said they feel like Baylor is recruiting talent, but they're not coaching them up, at least not in the right spots. And then some of them say they're just not getting enough talent. Which one do you think it might be? I know Paul kind of asked you that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, the interesting thing is it's, it's, it's a mix here. I, I read something today they talked about the, the classes, the upperclassmen and all that, and who recruited those, whether it was Rule or Randa. And I, I don't keep up with that stuff as much, mm-hmm. but I look at you look at you look at the players, and you say, you know, you have these young players that are very they were recruited by this staff that are playing well. I mean, you know, they're they're playing solid football, especially on the edges, uh, and and they're performing. Uh, and then you'll also see in some spots you see that you're expecting the guys to that, that have been here or even some young guys to play at a high level or at least learn. Uh, that was one thing that I was I was impressed by. I ran the team, especially early on, because it seemed like he would talk about something one week and the next week it's fixed. Well, this year, it's like this this year, it's like every time we'll talk about setting the edge. I, I don't know how many times I've heard Coach Aranda talk about setting the edge, playing mm-hmm. you know, playing solid, and we just cannot set the edge, man. And so, to me, that makes me think that you know, um, one of two things, and I don't. know. <laughs> Either we have young men who can't do it, which is hard for me to believe, that we don't have young men who can set an edge and hold it. Or maybe what we're asking them to do, uh, they're not able to do consistently. We Maybe we need to change it. J.J., we appreciate your time. Thank you very much.
This has been a Rogue Media Network production. <laughs>